Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of 20 Minutes at the Bar. The show we prove every week, we talk about any random topic for 20 minutes. So, um, this Although actually, this week might be a stretch. Yeah, so we actually pulled this out of our brains for this week, but we are going with best and worst book to movie adaptations. So, yeah, I... Not movie to book. There's like five of them instantly, but I think Katie wrote like two or three. Oh, that, I got one that I'm about to uh, shit all the fuck over. Okay, so uh, who wants to go first? Because I'm going to ruin somebody, so who wants to go first? I got one I want to shit all the fuck over, so let's fucking do it. Okay, go Jeff, because yeah, I'm going to ruin... Ready think Player I'm One it. can go suck a fucking dick. <laughs> that was the worst, worst ever, and I... That's that that beat out my former worst ever, which will be my next one. But oh my god, it changed the meaning of the story so badly, and it was just like a jerk off fest of, hey, I'm Steven Spielberg, so I'm making none of the things that were in the book that were mine in the actual damn movie except for a couple. Yeah. But given the only person that could make that book probably was Steven Spielberg. No. He just didn't disagree hard. Disagree hard. Oh. Because it was weird enough that Baz Luhrmann could have made it. Argue with me. Baz Luhrmann couldn't afford any of the titles that were in that book. That's what I'm saying Spielberg because people would just the studio would have picked them all up. Because people would just be like, oh, Spielberg wants to do this? Okay, that's going to make a lot of money, yeah. 100%, correct. there was a couple yeah. other directors yeah. that could have done it. And it would have been harder for him, it, but yes. They, yes, it would have been harder, but you change that script so much. And I also blame the author because he was on the writing team for the movie. So he could have said, oh, no, we're not fucking doing this. But that's no. all, that's all I always say when that's people say the movie sucked. I'm like, but Ernest Klein was there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, no, I'm not forgiving his ass for this. Uh, but also, they... This should have been two movies at least. Probably. Oh, absolutely. Probably three. But anyway, Alexis, uh, before I blow a gasket. <laughs> so I think... No. So I, so I admittedly haven't read a lot of books to where when the, I saw the movie, I didn't like the movie. Because I have some for that. But So I guess this is one of, of the books that I didn't read. I just didn't think that the movie did it. It couldn't have done it justice. Oh, we'll tell you. But <laughs> The Eternals, as a comic, so, I can't imagine that it... it in. What, were the comics any good? Because the movie so the problem, should have been... The, there's a problem with comics. So so Jack Kirby, yeah. he went off and made The Eternals, and it wasn't that popular, but they used The Eternals to explain a lot of things. And so that that was The Eternals thing. I haven't seen the movie, the but Eter- I assume... So The Eternals weren't it's probably not The Eternals the comics, comics were kind of an explainer retcon. That, they weren't the... They were kind of a retcon, really. When they pop up, it's like, hey, it's that person from well, that comic that I mean, Kirby made. I haven't seen the movie either, but I'm sure that compared to the compared to the comics, the Eternals suffer most in the movie form because there's fucking what, like ten of them. Yeah, there's too many. There's, you, there's you ten needed, characters. You needed like multiple movies, or you needed like a, a series you need a where show. each character got introduced, and then yeah. that way, because I th- some I heard some review of the Eternals basically say like I never thought that I could feel so empty inside about something that's so important like the literal world like getting destructed like like blown up and like in the movie you're like I don't care that this is happening I think the problem is they're not that charismatic 
Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, and Marvel kind of fucked up in waiting so long to introduce That should have came out last yeah. generation, for someone, honestly. For, for characters that are meant to be so, like, all-powerful and all-knowing or whatever the fuck they are meant to be, like... You waited until Thanos like blew up everything and everybody got like died and all sorts of crazy shit and didn't like mention them that they existed at all. But but the fun part is Thanos is a deviant. So they would have said they would have done something because he is a fucking deviant. Yeah. I'm not even really mad about that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I haven't it just, seen it, so maybe they explain it, it why came he's out, not a deviant. It came out too late and I feel like there wasn't enough time to explain everything in yeah, the three hours that that movie was. Yeah. So, uh, I'm going to go with one of my worst, and it was Percy Jackson. So, uh, my my buddies, Terrell and Steve, they're not the biggest readers. Um, they always said that readers are losers, but I got them on Percy Jackson books. Because they're made for like, children. What, five or six of them is first <laughs> there's, wave? There's five of them, and the first book is written like... Yeah. like I love Rick Riordan's works, okay? But that first book is written like it was written yeah. by so, a 12-year-old. So, uh, like, uh, viewers or uh, listeners at home, like, I've talked about Terrell for years, but just picture him reading a YA book, and he's like, that was fucking great. So we read all Not of the Percy YA. Jackson books. Percy Jackson is little kid books. Yeah, little kid. The and nine-year-old so, that I watch is, is reading it right now. Yeah, so, cool. so we, I mean, it got a lot of people actually interested in it. I would say that. But it I, is a bastardization. So I don't care. But so we went that. into the movie, and then I was just like, I was like, what the fuck is this? And then they changed the story. And so, spoiler for the first Percy Jackson, at the beginning, you don't know he's the son of Poseidon until, like, I don't know. 80 pages in but at the beginning they're like and also he's 11 yeah but they're like the not, son of Poseidon will, will change 16. the world five seconds in I was like oh, fuck man that's the whole thing like he yeah. goes in they're like oh we don't know where you're from you're probably a fucking son of Hermes he has sex with everybody so yeah. we'll put you in a Hermes hey, camp hey, so did Zeus yeah and so Zeus but no, wasn't allowed to yeah, have they made a deal he can't have sex anymore yeah, well, <laughs> because World War II happened well yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you've seen the meme you know what I'm talking about you know Greek oh, yeah. mythology. Greek mythology of Zeus wasn't horny. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but it just, that movie was so bad. They left out characters, and then they made it like that this one character stole Zeus's thunderbolt by himself instead of, oh, Kronos used him to steal the thunderbolt. No, no, no. We don't know if this movie's going to be successful. That kid stole that thunderbolt from a god by himself. By himself. Nebulous. So Zeus was just looking the other way when he stole a thunderbolt from him? And he's like, yeah, that's so dumb. Maybe, why not? Maybe, uh, that movie was bad. And I just, the fact that Troll was like, what is this? And he was like, uh, I shouldn't even be here. And he was getting mad. And Steve was like, this is poop. Because that's, that's the thing I forgot about mine too. Because you guys were there. You remember, what was my reaction right oh, at the end? Yeah. Of the, you, you was a group to Ready Player you, One. Micah and Emma were like, no, every, but every No, everybody leaned over at the end of Ready Player One for me and looked at me. And I just was giving the, fig- I was giving the double bird to the screen. Yeah. I was literally just double birding the screen like, fuck this shit. Yeah, so Percy Jackson, it's, it's sad because they picked really good people. Uh, Alexand- Alexandria Daddario. Woo! Oh, you! Disagree. You look great, girl. You look great. Disagree. Katie. She was meant to be 12 and she was actually 16. She looked like a 21 year old. Yeah, fucking dumb. <laughs> fucking dumb. She was looking banging. 
Fucking stupid. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go with best movie adaption. Hey, look at you. Um, look at you, not shitting on things. And I will argue this point till the day I die, but Harry Potter 1 and Harry Potter Ooh. 2 were absolute fucking bangers. Like, near exact replicas of the books. Uh, Chris Columbus, like, just crushed it in fully immersing you in this, like, magical world. Like, you felt like you were in fucking Hogwarts. The real, the props they used, the, everything that they did, the actors that they got in the first couple of movies. So how many movies did that first Dumbledore do? Two. Go fucking figure. No. Three. (laughs) Three. He did three. Before he died. I love the second Dumbledore, but the first one seemed like a legit Santa Claus, that new magic. Like, he legit made me feel like that was Dumbledore. So so he was an an absolutely, both of them were wonderful Dumbledores, I think. I like the original. Well, yeah, but you can't help him dying. Uh, But I think that um, Chris Columbus did a fucking fantastic job of adapting the book as closely as he possibly could have. Um, Like, you know, you have to kind of forgive, looking back at it now as an adult, you really have to forgive the fact that they are literal children fucking acting. Like, Emma Watson and Daniel Radcliffe and Rupert Grint, like, they sucked at 11, and it's fine, because they were 11. But also, Emma Watson, you're welcome on this podcast anytime, because So is Daniel Radcliffe. (laughs) And Rupert Grint, all three. They're all cutie buys. They're, I don't care that they're cute. They're fucking great. Like, Dan Rad's about to play Weird Al. Like, yeah. fucking sign me up. I can't wait for that. I cannot wait. So, yeah, I think the first two Harry Potters were absolutely fantastic. It was really before, in the books, it's before it gets super dark. And the minute it got super dark in the books, they changed the directors, which I guess was the plan all along. Um, for the whole series, they, they were going like a Star Wars, like every one was going to be different. Well, Star Wars got it from no the old Star Wars. It was different so one. Every Star oh, Wars, it? yes. Oh, I don't fucking know. Yeah, because it was. Uh, I just assumed Lucas, the first three were all George Lucas. I can't remember the Irving Kirshner. Yeah. Okay, sure. They were pulling a Star Wars, but Chris Columbus's goal was to only do two, and then they like switched the directors and the music and everything. That's a shame. But but the first two were fucking great, and the music, yeah. like John Williams, crushed it on the music. He came back for the third one as well. Yeah. Because he's John Williams. Absolute fantastic. Y'all know how I feel about John Williams. I'm not going to say anything. You feel great about John Williams. You just like to keep bringing up that fucking whitest kids you know thing. Hey, uh, Otis, maybe stop shitting on John Williams. He doesn't doesn't actually shit on John Williams. He just likes the whitest kids you know. Anyway, so back to shitting on him. Yeah, I was, yeah. So, Ready Player One is my worst favorite ever, but before that, there was another book that was ruined for me by the movie. Oh, this is looking like he's thinking. Let's see if he can get it. Let's see if he can get it. I don't know. What? What is it? Oh, God, my brain. <laughs> Shit. Why can't I... Is it sci-fi? Harrison Ford. Yeah. Harrison, oh, uh, you're talking about Blade Runner? No. No, no, no. Blade Runner's fine. Blade Indiana Blade Jones? No. No, 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 no. This was, this was like 2000. This was recent. Uh, shit. Um... It's shit. Um, We're going to skip back to Alexis while I remember what fucking So, um... (laughs) This is terrible. My brain sucks. I read the book Gone Girl. And if you you Google... um, If you Google, like, best adaptations of a movie, Gone Girl comes up as a best adaptation, but I'm actually going to say it was not. Um, The cool thing about Gone Girl, the book, is that you don't quite know 
who you want to root for or hate because the book is fantastic and is written to where you're like, is she a psychopath? Do I hate her? Is he a narcissistic asshole piece of shit? Do I hate him? And the entire book, you're like, I don't know who to like. Oh my God, this is how it ends up. What the fuck, right? Like, that's that's the that's the book and it was a great book and then I was so excited I read the book and then we all went to go watch the movie and you can totally tell that the movie was 100% like Ben Affleck is is the injured man here that we need to root for and I was like fuck that because Rosamund Rosamund Affleck no it was Ben Affleck Rosamund Pike knocked it out of the park playing psychopathic Amy but like Um, ben, ben Affleck was good too, but it was just like you could tell that the director had a slant towards Ben Affleck being like the wounded man or whatever. We're supposed to like root for him and fuck Honestly, yeah, because they should have added like you should feel bad for the the woman until the end when it's like spoilers. Mm-hmm. That you're crazy as fuck, right? <laughs> and it's like oh shit, Ben Affleck was. He was good the whole time. Oh my god, this movie's wild as hell. Gone Girl's wild. Yeah, That's a wild, wild ass movie. And I mean, I don't didn't dislike the movie. It's just like because the book was so good, and and the book was so good because it had you just like, who do I want to root for? I don't want to root for either of these people. They fucking deserve each other. Yeah. Um, but like just the way that it was directed and acted, it was like Ben Affleck is like always the guy that you should be it's like. Yeah. So. Yeah, his face. I, I get it. So, uh, if you know me, and we'll get to you, Jeff, after yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, If you know me, I love Stephen King. Um, it's a so, good I'm going to go with one that I didn't like. And this is actually a made-for-TV movie. Mini-series. Hmm. Oh, fuck it, I'm going to say it's a movie. Uh, the Stand. The original one is not good at all. It's bad. So, the voice of Patrick in SpongeBob. It's not Patrick Warburton. I can't remember his name. He was Tom Cullen, and if you know me, I love the Tom. Guy from Coach. Yeah, uh, Tom Cullen. He yeah. is uh, a sped character, and he actually saved the fucking day in that Marshall's in dead. that book. He is the best character because everyone just looks at him. He's like, oh, he's special. He doesn't know anything, and they just let him by, and he saves the day in the end because he's simple, and everyone just think, thinks that he can't do it. Bill Fagerbacky. Yeah, uh, I love the book. I've read it multiple times in my life. The the miniseries is poop. Apparently, the the uh, was it HBO or Showtime? They did a miniseries again of it with tons of famous people because that's what you do to make money. And apparently, it wasn't good either. And I'm sad. And I think they made Tom Cullen not as good. Stephen King has his issues with characters, but I'll tell you one thing: minorities. That motherfucker makes minorities awesome in his books. Uh, but yeah. Katie. Oh, Jeff, yeah. real quick. So, just to shit on something. So, viewers, Jeff has had a day. Listeners, I suppose, actually. <laughs> Not viewers, because they're watching us. That's creepy. Uh, but, so yes, I know some of you have probably been screaming at me, like, knowing exactly what I'm about to shit on, because it's Ender's Game. Because fuck Ender's Game. That movie is poor. My God, that was terrible. Oh, that it was poor. just... Oh my god, they take away like Ender's entire purpose. They take away the entire suspense of... Like, the book has the suspense that, oh... Spoiler alert, my friends. The Ender's like been doing these simulations, but he's actually killing real people because there's real people out there. The trailer kind of shows it. I mean, if yeah, you know but if it's in the trailer, Jesus Christ. If you know what has, you're looking for in the trailer, has that's Harrison it. Ford made a good movie in the last 20 years. Yes. And there's Star Wars movies. Really? Were Force they? Awakens. Because everyone shits on them. Force I Awakens like was good. <laughs> It makes me feel good inside. He was in that. So I don't know if it's good. It makes me feel good when I was. I do not mind all the Star Wars. 
Okay. Last Jedi. Nine, but anyway, Katie. We're gonna go back to Katie, then we get back to me for some reason. Last Jedi's kind of... Okay, so... Oh, just go fuck yourself. Um, I'm gonna preface this by saying pretty much what is true for most of everything that we're talking about. If you do not read the book and you only watch the movie, the movies are good. They're fine. Okay, the movies are fine and they're good. Uh, if you read the book and then you go watch the movie adaptation of the book, you're gonna be fucking mad. Like, that's just how mo- yeah. most movies work. Um, and I am gonna say, I just fucking finished reading this like two oh. days ago and then I watched the movie. Um, and the new version of Death on the Nile by Kenneth Branagh is fucking trash. Okay, like it's a good movie if you don't know anything about the story, but if you read the book, you'll be fucking mad as hell when you go in there. At least I was because they took characters away that were important to the plot. They changed characters' names. They changed the outcome, like one of the deaths. How do you fucking change the death? This is an Agatha Christie novel that has been popular for 80 plus years. And y'all just gonna fucking like shit on it? Because why? Like, why the fuck would you change it? What did they it? change? I actually didn't read the book, so. The dude at the end who dies? Uh-huh. His name is supposed to be Tim Allerton. He's a jewel thief, not... And there's a whole separate character. Not Book isn't even a person in this fucking... <laughs> Thank you! In the I book. was like, I couldn't quite there's tell who they're saying. There's like, a cop character named Rock, or Rack. He's like a French... Not French guy, but like Italian or some shit. And... It's, it's fucking dumb and his mom is supposed to die not him and it changes the whole way that the end of it like yeah. wraps up and at the end of it there's like five different crimes that get solved that Poro like solves at the end instead of just the one that gets solved in the fucking movie awesome. it's like he's a mess you fucked per- up a mess. and they I added in a love story that wasn't Unnecessary. Completely. You don't need that in a Perot story. No, the love story at the very beginning, or the, yeah, him in the war, not in the book at all. Oh. Him getting hurt in the war, him uh, having that girlfriend that came and visited him in the hospital wasn't in the book at all, wasn't part of it. It's probably some part of some other book that they threw in. And then the shit at the end with the um, the singer. Yeah. And she's not supposed to be a fucking blues singer. <laughs> she's supposed to be an author. For fuck's sake, why would you change that? Dumb. Now I'm mad. Also, everyone's supposed to be white because they're like British and yeah. rich, and it's 1937. I mean, Katie, they're trying to make money. Should I? Yeah. <laughs> you gotta have, <laughs> gotta have some, some colored people in there that makes money. Yes, make it about jazz because that's all that colored people did in hey, 1937. Hey, hey. You can't have everything. <laughs> you have dark people in it, but they gotta do what they're doing jazz. <laughs> Can't have yes. anything. And then they, I don't know. They like forced everything. in a racial hand that wasn't even in the book. I don't you know. Can't it's just like have fucking. Everything. Definitely. Book to movie. Dear listeners, I'm not always angry, so I will not shit on something this time around. I'm actually going with one of my favorite adaptations because no one saw this coming because, you know, between Howard Shore and Peter Jackson, they made some perfection here. Lord of the Goddamn Rings. Every song. All two. <laughs> Ooh, he didn't like the last one. Return of the King has some flaws. Return of the King is by no means a bad movie. It just no. has a couple of flaws and a couple of stories. Like this, They should have really done the thing where it's like, one movie, one movie, split the last book into two. They missed some opportunities with storytelling. It's too early for stories. that, the split in the two thing. They just didn't. No, the extended version still don't even tell the whole story. Goddamn, you're going now. 
If that movie came out later, they would have split that. They should have, but it wasn't popular yet. Yeah, it happened right after that. Yeah. Like right after Lord of the Rings returned to the Thanks, King Harry Potter. Out. Yeah, Harry Potter. Yeah, was Twilight and shit. Twilight yeah. and Harry How Potter. How dare you? Harry Potter was first. Yes, yeah. but they both were doing it around that time. It's like they really should have done that with Return of the King, but they didn't. Yeah. But even yet, they did that with The Hobbit for Bro, some reason. Bro, The Hobbit. It's like 17 that. pages long, and they made 15 movies out of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Don't get me started. But The Lord of the Rings trilogy is damn near perfect. I love that except book. Except for the so Return. Quick. But the Hobbit is so quick. Like, it is so okay, like, even if you look at Fellowship, the things they cut out made sense. Like, you're not going to have fucking Tom Bombadil oh, rhyming bro, that's for like three hours. like 50 pages of him. Yeah, you're not going to have 15 minutes of Tom Bombadil's rhymes because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't help. It doesn't, further the, yeah. it doesn't further the plot. Thank you for not having 20 minutes of the fucking trees just talking about their exactly. lineage. They did a really good job of saying, like, the end language is slow, but it's not going to take an hour and a half. So yeah, it would have if they had read, if they'd done, done everything in the book. Exactly. Yeah, that been so but so no, that, those movies, <laughs> Fellowship and Two Towers, are damn near perfect. Return of the King has some flaws, but either way, that entire trilogy is damn damn good because it would have been really hard. And I'm just I'm begging you guys, don't let Peter Jackson direct it after the Hobbit fiasco. But I want a Silmarillion movie. I want a Silmarillion movie. I, I'm Isn't that say. what this new show is going to be? No. no. Well, partly. Okay, okay. Probably, we don't, need, we don't need to talk about it for like this, seven Yeah, hours. this could be an entire other podcast. I'll probably dip into it, but yeah. Alexis, um, you got so, one more? Uh, yeah, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed reading The Hunger Games. Yes. And so yeah. I was really excited. Very good books. Whenever, and it was in college when I like didn't, or late college, whatever, when I like didn't really read a lot. It was in college. So, but I got into these books. Because everyone And I didn't get into Twilight. I didn't get into Harry Potter. I didn't read any of those, like, same, old, yeah. Same, same, same. Um, I didn't do the Percy Jack, and none of it. And But I did Hunger Games, and so I was so excited to go. And I don't remember, I, I'm trying to remember if there were, like, plot issues where, like, things happened in the book that, like, didn't get put in the movies. Yes. And if there were, I did. it didn't really matter to me. But I do remember the, th- the third book, I just got lost reading. And then whenever I was watching the movie, it all made sense. So mm-hmm. it's just, like, that's a good... That's good. When you can, like, literally put... Like, because it was the war, right? It was the yeah. battle that they were having in book three. And yeah. I just remember being like, this is confusing. I don't know what's going on. And I remember just, like, skimming a lot yeah. because it was just a lot of boring that shit. Hap- that but happens they- with authors sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, with chapters, they're just, like... Words. Stephen King has chapters where I'm like, that's a well, lot of words. Yeah. Interestingly, I actually feel the opposite about Hunger Games three. I think the book was great, and I think and you didn't like. I think the movie, the split of the movie was weird. It should have been two. It, hey, I, well, oh, not, oh, it was two the, movies, the, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was two movies. That's what it was. Because <laughs> I, I said I, I, I'm more affi- I have more affinity for like book one and two in, in movie form, and I remember either disliking three or being frustrated, but not yeah. why. But definitely one and two, I thought was great. Movie two had some problems, mostly related to Cinna and the way that they treated yeah. his character. Yes. But the first, yeah. m- the first movie was is fire, Com- like almost spot spot on. Yeah, from usually first the movie. I also want more Foxes. Yeah, so first one for sure. I love Foxes. Okay, yeah. so uh, I don't know if I'm gonna finish this, but um, this is kind of controversial because the Dark Tower movie, mm. I loved it. Because hated it. Because Roland Deathchain is one of my favorite literary characters of all time. But Did they you just love it because you wanted to. I, <laughs> but Otis, they made him black and they made it Idris Elba. <laughs> Great. Uh, I'll say one thing. If you read all the books, that is not an issue. I'll say it like that. Yeah. Idris Elba was awesome. They showed how he reloads his guns. Because in the book, Stephen King just says it's a weird thing he does. And it's so fast. This motherfucker throws guns, bullets into the air 
opens his revolver them. and loads that bitch. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. what the fuck? And, like, and he just rolls his gun over the belt and just does that. You see his thumb just going crazy and he loads it. It just... It, uh, so to just see that on the Visually, was really awesome. Roland was awesome. Uh, Idris Elba is the coolest Roland I've seen. He's black, Otis. You should be mad. <laughs> fuck that. He can be any color. Wait, wait, wait. Why should you be it's mad awesome. about that? Because so gonna, he's black. He's supposed, to be, he's supposed to be Clint Eastwood. That's what yeah. it's supposed to be. So I'm, I'm going to fight against Otis on this one. because The reason Otis really liked this story is because, or the movie, is because he had read all seven. So the they, nah, that's the they problem. took they the problem with the Hunger Games or the Hunger Games Dark Tower. the Dark, Dark Tower, Tower movie was that it was not in a direct adaption of the first book. It was like we're gonna pick and choose different pieces that will one, make sense one, two, later six, like, if you really from, think about it, from the other books and we're gonna load it into this one movie. Unfortunately. And I had so it's a I had time to read the first book and then I went into this movie thinking it was gonna be the first book. Uh, in as all movie book form. movies should do. Uh, and I was fucking lost for like half of it because a bunch of the shit that was happening didn't happen in the book that I read and didn't make any fucking sense because I hadn't read all seven of yeah. them. So yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but hey, if you if you if you think about it, that movie was the eighth book. Yeah, but it's book. like if they. <laughs> it's not, but we're, okay, they but that seven, but that, that movie would be like if you took Harry Potter one that Christopher Columbus or Chris Columbus did, and you yeah, were like Christopher, no, that Chris <laughs> Chris Columbus did, and you were like, you know what? Horcruxes, they're in there. <laughs> They're in there, but like, <laughs> but like, you don't know what the fuck that is. But but there's Horcruxes there. They're there. They're there. Like, they're we're gonna we're gonna mention it a couple times, Horcruxes, but we're not gonna talk about it for six more books. Right? Did it say Horcruxes? What the fuck is that? You'll find out yeah. in like seven years. At the time years, that that movie yeah. came out, at the time that Harry Potter one came out, the book was still six years in the future. Yeah, was, you're right. Was still hadn't even been written. Okay, so does anybody have any quick ones to say real fast? Yes, no. Charlotte's Web. <laughs> I cartoon or the one with Dakota Fanning? Or the, 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 the cartoon. So I read, you read Charlotte's Wait, Web. Wait, which one are you advocating? Hate or love? I love it. Okay, yeah. sure. Sh- Charlotte's Web is a book that is amazing. I don't want As a child, listeners. you're reading it like, this Dude, is amazing. This is great book. And then you watch the movie. And it is, love. there is nothing wrong with Charlotte's Web movie. I, I love the smorgasbord song that the rat sings. I don't like the story to begin with. It's not if a I see a spider web, I'm like, that spider can fucking spell. We should grab that spider. Not the pig did it. The spider did that. Bite me, because I want to become Spider-Man. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> that bitch can spell. There's magic afoot. Hey, uh, Otis, that's the title of this episode. That's magic afoot. No, no, bite me so I can become Spider-Man. Yep. Okay, we are late on this, and oh. I know we're over 20 minutes, but I have oh, to do it. an honorable mention because our boy Bobby had to leave. Uh, and he said the worst book-to-movie adaption is anything biblical. He said Ten Commandments. But, in particular. yeah, the Ten Commandments. There's not even Ten Commandments in that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so the Ten Commandments movie was a horrible, just trash movie. I watched and it, like and I was mad. My grandma was all about that. Five hours long, and Charlton and Heston was just over the fucking top. Boy, and Lil Lewis was pissed watching that oh, same. 15-hour movie. I was so same. mad. Okay, anybody got anything else real quick? Last call. Hey, that's, that's not a book. That is just... Uh, uh, proclaim. I mean, it is a book, but yeah, it, it's it's someone reclaiming that that's last call. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about books or anything, but Otis, you didn't say anything about 
Uh, I don't know. Comic books, that works as a book. You could have said something about Batman. Hey, yeah, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at Allentown Presents or 20 Minutes to the Bar. Uh, this is a really good topic uh, with more people. It's probably way more books. Oh, Sarah's I'm sure probably Sarah got 15 has like 15. <laughs> the four of us is kind of a pathetic 20 Minutes to the Bar, not yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, uh, Sarah for sure. There's like 17. Sarah's books. probably gonna shoot a brick when I tell her tonight. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll do catch up. Be like, Sarah, come back. Yeah, we Sarah. haven't done catch up in a while. Yeah, uh, Wes probably for, got some books out for, there. For the oh, listeners who are like, why don't they do catch up on the topics anymore? Yeah, you're right. Because <laughs> we like mustard, bitches. Because yeah. we forget. Thank you, Jen. Ew, mustard uh, grows. Oh, mustard's no. delicious. Oh, God, condiments is another topic. In situations, mustard's good. Ugh. You're at neck bones? Even when they put it That's in like. That's super black of me. I'm sorry. Like no, when you're really eating good. a salad and you're like, ooh, this salad's going to be really good. And then you take a bite of it and it's freaking mustard in the vinegar. My knee, and I was like, that's, that was very black of me to ask if you like neck bones. I'm like, uh, but yeah, I got it, and I was like, neck bones. Bro, I love neck bones. Mustard's uh, delicious. Yes. Also, but, yes, Katie and Jeff, I agree. Yeah, right? That's like three times in this episode. I know, right? Weird. But like always. <laughs> You're going to hear that bump for three times, folks. Thank you so much for listening. See you soon, Space Cowboy. And we'll see you next week, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, this is episode, it should be episodes, uh, I don't know. Episode what, 10 command. 70. Six, if I'm right, or 75. So we're Fallout 76. 76? Right. Um, we're there. Uh, for the 100th episode, I want to do something special. Um, we'll be prepared for the 100th episode extravaganza. Yeah, we'll, we'll you've, got, you've got quite a while still. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do something year. crazy. We'll do something crazy. But or just, we have six months until that episode. Yeah, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.